Hi, I'm Emma. <laughs> and I'm Steph. And this is... I don't believe it. <laughs> Woo! Oh yeah, right. So I went somewhere. Where did I go? Near Clitheroe. Ooh. Um, for a nice dog walk with Sheba and Mills. Mm. And when we were there on the well, when we were on the way home, there was a farm shop. Um, we called in, and they had some beers there. Woohoo! So I picked us up. So I picked us up two, but this is just one today. Mm. So this is Caroline Beer Raspberry. Ooh. And it's brewed in Lancaster. So, How exciting! Um, by Lancaster Brewery. Yeah. How did you say raspberry? Raspberry. <laughs> Look, I'm not even going to get into this, right? <laughs> I think it's solely a sort of Yorkshire Cumbrian thing that we say it like that because James Martin says it that way, and I've checked with my family and they all say it that way. Okay. Raspberry. Okay. With okay. a P. With <laughs> <laughs> a P. <laughs> How did you say raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be pink. Oh, sad times. I'm sure it's going to be lovely. Mm. Ooh, it's Friday. Friday. And Emma's feeling quirky. I am feeling very, very quirky. I had a nap, so I'm all energised, but I'm also sleepy. <laughs> it's a weird one, that. And I'm it? very hungry. I'm fucking starved. I'm absolutely starving. I'll try and make this quick. Here right. we go. Mm. Oh, it's very raspberry. Oh my God, that is a flavour sensation. I fucking wasn't expecting that at Me all. Me neither. Because it, it's like, it's almost like a, a cider, but it has that beer mm. undertone, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking phenomenal. Oh, I can't wait to try the other one. I know. Then. Very well done. Oh my God, I need to read it. Well, because normally if you get like a fruity undertone to a beer, it's just like a little hint, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like the mango unchanged. Mm. That, that is nowhere near as mango as it is beer. That's like... Wowzers. Pow! In your face, raspberry. I fucking well like that. Mm. Please enjoy responsibly. I don't think I can. It's far too delicious. <laughs> nice <laughs> well, it doesn't, doesn't really say much else other than that. No. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, we'll definitely get some of them again. Indeed. Right, okay. Are you ready to be very upset? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> so... This episode is about Colonia Dignidad. Oh yeah, I don't know what this is. Except for maybe I said something about a cult and you said shush. Is there is there a culty element to it? Yes, yes, yes. I fucking love a cult. Oh, but mm, oh no. When I watch the docu series, honestly, I cry my little <gasps> eyes out. Oh right, okay. Mm. We're not. We're gonna. Okay, we're gonna talk obviously about what happened in the cult and some of the awful happenings. But we're also gonna talk about the. Uh, politics surrounding it as Ooh, well you just know i'm gonna love that i do just know you're gonna yeah. love that okay tell me all about it so uh, colonia dignidad translates to dignity colony oh okay mm. well that kind of makes sense yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh. not when you learn about them um <laughs> <laughs> they're a post-world war ii german cult 
Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, they did not. Oh. Mm. Is it in Argentina by any chance? Did the Nazis escape to Argentina? That's a maybe, That's a different one. Is that a rumor? That's anyway? a di- no, no, that's a different one. So these right. are these aren't specifically Nazis. Okay. But I know which colony you're talking about. So right. they they had um Hans something and some other Adolf um were supposedly <laughs> hiding over there. <laughs> You have just said the most Nazi-sounding names. No, no, but the, I, I yeah. literally read it. Oh, well done. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> but no, this is Colonia Dignidad. Okay. So they are run... They're a Christian group. Of course, they always are. Mm. And, uh, right, okay, so... It was founded by a man called Paul Schaefer. They were deeply religious. Is it ringing a bell? A name's ringing a bell, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's quite a common name. In cults, we just in I don't know. Germany. Oh, yeah. Schaefer, yeah, it could be. And Paul is a very common name. Mm. Yeah, yeah it could way, be that. We'll find out. Um, so they followed the teachings of William M. Branham. Oh. Have you heard of him before? Never. Right. Well, he's an American minister whose influence reached worldwide. Oh, so okay. like Africa, um, India, Europe, obviously America. Yeah. Um, and uh, he had a hold. Uh, oh wait, no. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the places he had a hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well. That's fine, it's fine. I'm so interested, I'm so invested. Cool, okay, so William M. Branham was broadly thought of as the prophet of their time, of their generation. Mm. Um, so he spoke of meetings that he had with angels, miracles that had happened in those meetings, okay. and he performed miracles himself. And how did he do that? But I don't know. But oh, right, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, in the 60s, about six years after Branham's tour of Europe, um, where Schaefer claimed to experience a miracle himself, oh, okay. um, the two became very close and the colony was formed in 1961. Right, okay. So, um, Branham, his peak was like 1950. Mm-hmm. He toured in 1955 around Europe. Yeah. That's when Schaefer met him, and then 1961 the colony was formed. Got you, got you. There's the timeline. Now, Schaefer started as a youth club leader in a church in Troisdorf, um, which was in the early 1950s. I can already see in your face that you've put two and two together. I haven't. I don't know what you do. I just want to He's a leader in Christianity. Oh, oh Troisdorf no. is in Germany. Yeah. And that's where Schaefer's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought, right, okay. What I just heard was I wondered why you left. Why he left? Oh no! He why said, why you I laughed? laughed. Yeah. Because laughed. your face. Because yeah. <laughs> your face. I thought you would like put to it. So he's a he's working a a youth club leader. Yeah. And he's a cult. Yeah. I mean, I already when you said cult, it's nine times out of ten. Mm. They, this is what they're up to. So I already yeah. put that together. So uh, yeah, the boys in the group would be told to go and visit him at night. Oh fuck mm. you! Do you know, know what? Who's telling them to go fucking visit him? I mean, him. Oh, right. Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> I thought this was a conspiracy. I think, you know. No, no, no. So, um, he he was telling them to go and visit him at night. It was swept under the rug to a certain extent from a conviction point of view, but he was immediately dismissed. Right, okay. When it was found out that that's what was happening. Now, following that, he went to live in the forest for a bit. Well, what? I want to live in a forest, but I don't want to live near creeps like him. No, me neither. Ruining but, the forest for I me. I mean, he's he's dead, so... Okay, good. I mean, there could be more like him, but... 
Not so much nowadays as there was back then. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, there's less trees nowadays, sadly. Mm. Um, yeah, so he went to live in the woods uh, where he met Jesus. Oh, he's Obviously. just strolling around, was yeah. he? Yeah. Jesus came to visit him and he sent him um, on a mission uh-huh. to go and teach the people. Yeah, okay, this mm. is sounding super culty already. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So he claimed he was sent by Jesus on a special mission to lead the people to God. He gathered followers, baptised them, and bought a quarter hectare of land in Haita, I think. H-E-I-T-E. Haita, I'm okay. going to say. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Haiti, but that's not right. That's H-A-I-T-E. Haita, we're going to say, because that sounds very German. I'm loving it. I'm invested. Now, they built a community with everybody's money pulled together. Yeah. First stage of entrapment. Take all their money. Yeah. Build something. Yeah. No point in leaving. Can't really leave. Yeah. We're self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, his followers were initially mostly made up of post-war widowers and their children. Widowers. Yeah, so husbands had husbands, died. Husbands, yeah. yeah. Oh, widow- widowers. So they were widowed. Is it the women? Yeah. So they're widows. Men are widowers. Women uh, are widows, I think. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Yeah, so it's women. Basically, that's why I got women confused. Because I was like, oh, he took the men, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, men did eventually join. Yeah. But he first off started with that because they were the most needy. So they yeah. were more likely to follow him. God, um, I hate him already. Absolute piece of shit. So yeah, so after he relocated, there were more allegations made against him concerning child abuse. Uh... And he was forced to flee to escape the charges. Um, this time, there was actually some... There was a warrant for his arrest. Oh, good. Um, but he managed to get out of Germany. He travelled for a while um, and eventually found the perfect place to take his colony. When he left Germany, he went to Italy, around the Middle East, and he was visiting a load of, like, third world countries and mm. countries that were in great poverty, uh, looking for a safe place for his followers to follow him to. He couldn't go back to Germany because of the arrest warrant issued mm-hmm. against him for sexual abuse against two children. Oof. And this is where he found Chile. Ah, Chile. Mm. Okay. So uh, they set themselves up in an area with poor soil and no crops, and they managed to make the land flourish. Oh. Uh, this is where. Oh, they I shouldn't be impressed in. by them. No, I've got. <laughs> I mean, but they're not. They're not all Paul Schaefer. Like, yeah, quite yeah. a lot of them are scared of him. But um, yeah, so uh, the premise of convincing people to join the community was that it was post-war a lot of people struggled mm-hmm. uh they couldn't feed their families couldn't afford medical bills paul during the world war was a stretcher carrier okay and he felt that that meant that he had enough experience to run a hospital oh dear mm. oh no delusions oh. of grandeur were oh, in absolutely. there yeah but it, firmly in there also very much a cover-up but um, oh, good lord mm-hmm. so he set that up um as like a free free medical service for anybody around. So that's just in the, like, for anyone in the community? Okay, oh God. Oh God, you're making it worse. Mm -hmm. I'm not Not making it worse. Not you, not you. I didn't mean you, I meant him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So you're doing great. Thank you. I try. (laughs) I am great. Uh, So another major contributing factor to the choice of geographical geographical location (laughs) (laughs) was the... Valdivia earthquake and tsunami oh. that happened in Chile 
1960. It's the most powerful earthquake ever recorded, mm. so much so that the localised tsunami saw waves as tall as 25 metres. It was so bad that it travelled all the way and devastated Hawaii wow. with waves as tall as 10.7 metres. God. That's 6.6 thousand miles away. <gasps> wow. The devastation caused in Chile were from this earthquake is too great to really know the true extent. The only thing we can be sure of is that the local people were in need and easily manipulated. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So there was so much poverty. It was absolutely yeah. rife. People were living with lice and yeah. just, it, yeah, it, it was horrible. Um, now, Schaefer managed to get 300 visas sorted for his followers that were back in Germany. Quite impressive, really. Got 3,000 hectares of land sorted. Just to give you perspective on how big that is. Please. <laughs> Let's um, not go back to Winnie the Pooh's. No. <laughs> 100 acre word. <laughs> okay, so to put it into perspective, one hectare is 10,000 square metres. Oh, right, okay. Right. Uh, in a football pitch, there's 7,140 square metres. So he basically bought or acquired just over 4,200 football fields yeah there's a lot of land that was a very that was a big lot of land mm-hmm wow so then he brought everyone over mm. no one questioned it to be fair i think a commune's a good idea until they you know bring in the creepy child abuse and sex slavery and stuff like that commune i'm i could totally see myself joining a commune i'd be like yeah fine let's all grow our shit and live together that's fine so i can understand why they went oh yeah i suppose especially if that's how they've been living anyway mm. um I suppose you would follow the man who sort of managed to help you create a community after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get you. But why did he have to run away? Why mm-hmm. couldn't he stay in Germany? Why He'll, did he have he's to go to Chile? fucking spinning it like, oh, no, but I was told. I was told by Jesus when uh, he popped into my dream the other night. Very good point. Yeah, we've got to whip over to Chile now because we're going to help all these poor people there. Mm, that is true. He'll be giving it the big ones about that, won't he? Mm. And once they're over there... They can't really escape, can mm. they? Because it's a land stricken with poverty. Mm-hmm. So they're so better off staying. Sometimes for everyone. Mm. Now the kids uh, were taken from their parents and locked in the children's house. Oh no! They didn't see each other again. What? The parents never saw their children again. Very rarely. <gasps> like oh, later. God. So at first they weren't allowed to see the parents at all. They had a, a group aunt who would look after each oh. group of kids. And later on, like a few years down the line, you were allowed to see your kids, but you had to be auntie this and uncle that. Oh, no. So they wanted like, to basically sever the relationship yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, because so, that's how he got caught last time. Kids telling their parents. Yeah, yeah. So if he cuts off that communication, then they can't they can't report him. Jeez. Um, if they did try and speak to their parents, if they knew who they were, they'd be beaten. <gasps> The parents were under the impression that this would be the best way for their children to be raised because they believed that Schaefer was the best man for the job. Uh He was going to raise them right, they were going to have the right traditions, they were going to be pure, blah, blah, blah. Um, The kids didn't have school, they'd just be doing manual labour, 16 hours a day, seven days a week to build the village. 16 hours a day for children? It took four years (gasps) to build the village up into like a, a, a decent level. Now they've got images of real hench fucking kids wandering around building shit, like mm. five-year-olds with great big muscles. Well, I, I don't think it was, like, quite that young. Right. Um, They were just sort of, like, kept in, in groups with the with the group aunt, but once they got to a certain age, they would be doing all the money yeah. over. Maybe they'd be, like, um, podding beans or something and, right. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little kids. 
Um, they built a hospital, as I mentioned earlier, which brought a lot of attention and support from the Chileans, uh, providing medical treatment to a lot of people nearby. Everyone's understanding was that Dignidad was a charity, because mm. that's what it posed itself as. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the followers believed that they were doing God's work. Of course they did, yeah. When in reality, he was building a paedophile's paradise for himself. Ugh. Mm. I hated that phrase. Mm. Oh, I took that from like one of one of the victims' interviews. Oh, I didn't say that myself. No. <clears throat> the kids don't have their parents to talk to. Like I said, that's how he was caught last time. Um, and they were in a strange and dangerous country. They had no mm. money. They were trapped. Oh God, those poor kids. I know. I suppose that's the aim, though, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you keep if you can keep the parents on board for as long as possible, and then when they die out, you've got this entire generation who don't know any better. Exactly. They don't know any Ugh. different. They think that's normal. Um, now, in the area, like I mentioned, that they were was, like, a very, very poor area. People were living in wooden shacks, fleas, lice, dying of disease, like they would have done in medieval times. Yeah. Uh, by the sounds of it, the healthcare and medical advice was about as sophisticated as as that of the wandering womb. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, to be awful. fair, they've got no fucking medical training no. making it up. <laughs> exactly. Now, the Chileans Oh, be... God, these poor people. I know. Do, they've got it bad enough, and then this cunt swans in and pretends he's got medical knowledge and skills. I mean, some of the people working in the hospital did have some knowledge, right. but he'd walk around with his long white coat on pretending like he was uh... the big wig and he knew what he was talking about. Now, because they were so... Um, poverty stricken when they'd be admitted to the hospital they had to be bathed beforehand yeah. um often paul would no. go and help on the children's ward damn it they'd literally use the hospital as a cover for kidnap so a child would be admitted and then they would basically blackmail the family they'd never go back they'd blackmail <gasps> the family and say well if you take the child back then they won't receive our medical treatment anymore oh so they think oh shit well at least they're going to be fed, they're going to be clean, oh, they're going to be looked wow. after medically. So they think that they're doing the right thing by letting them... Like, they start preparing adoption papers straight oh, away. those poor fucking people. See, this is the thing. Like, I understand Paul Schaefer was, like, a massive... Um, he was, like, the leader, but there must have been... With the amount of people that were there, there must have been other ringleaders that were allowing this to happen. Like, you've got to understand, you, you can't be that brainwashed. I just can't... I can't... I don't know, because, I mean, it happens, though, that. doesn't it? It does happen in cults everywhere. I can understand people, like, lower down, being too afraid to, to like, speak out because they've seen or heard things happen. But the people who are inflicting that... Yeah, yeah. And who are, like, going and doing the cleaning up and all this shit... They ca- they must have an understanding. I feel like and I they don't must know. want to do it. I mean, I'm really interested in the psychology of it. Yeah, that's me why too. I find cult so interesting. Yeah, it's the, it's the what the fuck that's so far away from yeah, anything yeah, yeah. I can understand. Um, but like you know, when I've watched documentaries about other ones like the FLDS, um, the um, cult that came out of the Mormon Church, well, one mm. of the cults that came out of the Mormon Church, um. There were loads of them that were fucking involved in it. And you can't tell me that they're all paedophiles. I can't believe that they were all born paedophiles. Yeah, and... but they're massively inbred, aren't they? Uh, not not the Mormons, I mean... And the this FLDS. Is just... Oh, the FLDS, yeah, they were yeah, fucked, yeah. So obviously they're all going to be fucking just tapped, aren't they? But, but when it starts, I mean, though, when these things get started, like you're saying, like, how can people go from... 
being a person who wants to find salvation in somewhere or another, they're so desperate for it that they end up in a cult, to allowing child abuse to happen. Something People, has to go on psychologically. I feel like it's it's partly the environment that you're brought up in. If if you're a paedophile and you're surrounded by this faith that can give you salvation against all these awful, awful thoughts, mm. and you give all of your everything into that because mm. you don't want to submit to it, mm-hmm. and then everybody that you were following is saying it's okay, mm-hmm. then, I mean, that could be a reason why people turn to faith. I, I feel like oh, I'm, yeah, make, yeah. I'm making faith like a paedophile's paradise. That's not the no, case, no, but... No, no, no. I've, Maybe that's a reason why some people turn to um, the absolution. Yeah, to try and try and fix themselves, I suppose. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, thank God. I just I I think about this quite often. Like, I'm so fucking grateful that I yeah, wasn't yeah, born yeah, yeah. that way. Yeah, me too. Jesus Christ. Me too. So, and thankfully, I can't understand it, and I obviously don't think like that. So mm. I just think it's one of those things that we'll never understand. No, it fascinates me that someone's mind can be so differently wired but mm. i'm glad i will never understand yeah it. exactly yeah um so yeah so kids would be abducted well not abducted but they would be basically stolen mm-hmm. um one of the lads called wolfgang one of the is this one of the children german yeah german yeah. lad um he escaped oh come on wolfgang do it you're doing the damn thing he was found and he was taken back, sadly. Um, so Schaefer um, had an in with the authorities by this point. So he had him found oh. and he had him brought back. Now, once he was back in there, he was watched at all times. He had to wear bright red in the day. Everyone wow. else was wearing like peasant clothes sort of thing. So that um, he stood out. Yeah, yeah, and white at night. And they even doctored his um, the soles on his shoes so that his footprints would be different. Whoa. Because mm, they made all their own clothes, they made everything. Yeah. They did everything self-sufficient. So they changed his uh, his soul so that they'd be able to see his footprints. Everyone else had the same footprints. Uh, all members had to go to confession regularly mm-hmm. and admit all bad thoughts. This could include just having loving feelings towards someone else, mm. just in a normal way. Mm. That's a bad thought. Um, and uh, it was all documented and filed away so that he could have more control over them. Because like if he blackmail. Knew... Yeah, mm. precisely. Now, one couple who are still together. It's very cute. They're called <laughs> Willie and Edeltraud. Edeltraud? Yes, Edeltraud. Great name. Love uh, that. I know, right? So they were properly in love. It was like love at first sight. Mm-hmm. Very cute, their story. Were these um, parents or kids? Well, so like it was when they were like right? when they were quite young. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they obviously saw each other and then they like started to fall like, in love okay. with each other. Very you know cute. how natural that happens? Yeah. yeah. And then, so at one point, there's a point where they build watchtowers and stuff. And um, she was sat on guard, like, mm-hmm. watching out for people who were coming up to the colony. And there was a point where he, so he'd ring, let it ring three times, and then hang up so she knew it was him. Oh. He'd call back. And um, the way he basically told her that he wanted to marry her wasn't in so many words. It was, he read a passage from the Bible that was saying that um, it was right to be married. Uh-huh. 
and that was him sort of he was oh. just reading the bible to her so if anyone was listening yeah, they can yeah, get in trouble yeah, but yeah. it was basically him saying i want to wow. i want to marry you so cute we'll get onto them a little bit more later i guess you would get to <clears throat> you know when you're trying to have a conversation you can't just be outright with your conversation yeah exactly direct mm. so you'd i guess you would learn so like all that that Codes. how to communicate yeah, so yeah. subtly wouldn't you you'd be able to pick up on pe- real subtle bits that people mm. are yeah wow that's amazing yeah so Willie, sadly, uh, was victim to Ugh. a lot of um, Schaefer's not only sexual but violent physical abuse oh, as well. Jesus. Um, he still has the wooden rod that was kept in the room in which he was beaten. He was beaten until his bruises were completely black, mm. uh, until he all he wanted was just to comply. Mm. That's all he could. Comp- that's all he could care about was just oh, compliance. He was so so badly beaten. He still cared about Edel Trout, obviously. Mm-hmm. Still wanted to marry her, but that was the only time that he would break any rules was communicating with her. Because mm-hmm. the boys and girls weren't allowed to see each other. Mm-hmm. Like if a girl was seen looking at a boy, mm-hmm. her name would be like marked on the chalkboard, and then she'd have she'd go to trial for her sins. Jesus, it's mental, absolutely mental. It had been promised to the colony that by the time the main builders and buildings had been built uh, and they had become like a proper settlement, that each individual family unit would get their own houses mm. so that they could live as a family unit. Edeltraud's father stood up in like the big dining hall and asked when this was going to happen. Oh. And Paul Schaefer turned around and dismissed him by saying, are we not all one big family? And everyone in the room went, yeah. Mm. And so that was it. Like he was traitor. Wow. Like everyone went into the dining hall one night after that and he was last in and there was one chair saved for him and it said traitor on it. <gasps> it's, it's amazing, isn't it? The, the, I mean, the way they can make them do that. Mm. Wow. Absolutely crazy. So that when they came over from Germany, they all had like a little box of their own personal belongings, all, yeah. all they could take with them. Um, and Schaefer ordered everyone to, if they still had them, go get your private belongings bring them to the big square, and they burnt them. Oh. So no one could have anything that was just their own. Yeah. It all had to be yeah. communal. Yeah. After Edeltraud's father, Nathan, stood up to Schaefer, the the family became outcasts. They were treated as lesser, and Edeltraud said that in the 30 years after that, she was never called by her name. She was addressed as filthy swine. Ugh. Fucked up. It's horrible. I was just going to say, can they not leave? But no, no, they can't. No, 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 no that's no. the point. That's the point. Well, um, there were, they, there's quite a few recordings that are played over the um, over the documentary of Paul Schaefer shouting. And it's not just because he's German. Like, the anger in his voice, mm. he sounds like Hitler. Wow. It's horrible. And it's him talking about them, about how they're disgusting, like minions of the devil and all this stuff, just because he said, I want a house with my family. Mm. Now, there was an... <sighs> after they had built their community... There was like a big celebration and everyone was dancing and singing and everyone was really, really happy, having a great time. Brilliant, joyous occasion. And then one girl, because girls and boys weren't allowed to look at each other. Yeah. A girl and a boy were seen dancing together, not even like touching, just mm-hmm. dancing mm-hmm. in the same area. No one was allowed to dance ever again. Oh my God. Right? It's a fucking town from Footloose. It's fucked up. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No, but I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously the girls he hated because they were a competition to him. Right. They had their obviously own... Obviously he only went after young boys then. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Typical. Um, so the girls had their share of abuse 
Um, they had strict sleeping arrangements. So they they would all be, they'd have to lie on their back. They'd be naked, quilt just underneath their boobs, arms by their sides on top of the cover. And they if anyone moved, they'd be dragged by their hair, taken into a room and beaten with a rubber hose. You can't even just fucking roll over in your no, sleep. No, no, Jesus. No. Just a big light on as well. Oh, do you know what, though? If you sleep-deprive people, it makes them more... Uh... Mm. And obviously they're working all hours of the day, no yeah. pay. It's fucking awful. You keep them with... I think it's if you keep them without protein, something like that, and then you keep them sleep-deprived, they're more likely to be compliant. Oh, yeah, I had a thought, and now it's gone. Oh, yeah. So back to my point earlier, how you can't be completely oblivious to it. Mm. The woman who's watching over them... Yeah, yeah. And then she wants ad- that to happen. Administering the beating. Exactly. If she if she genuinely didn't want people to get hurt, she would turn a blind eye. Yeah. Unless unless she thought well, someone's watching me, so if I don't do it, then I'll get the beating. I don't mm, know. I, I don't know. Um, I suppose that the other thing is <clears> if you, the other thing that they do in cults is they make everyone suspicious of each other, don't they? Mm. And they make it like. You've got a grass on such and such, otherwise you're gonna get it. You know what I mean? Right. So if they you see keep it, you then... from forming bonds, right? Then you're a you're an accomplice. Mm. If you see it, or you know what? Yeah, it. exactly. Another thing they did to scare them into compliance, they show them films like The Exorcist. Oh, I know, right? Apparently, though, The Ex. I went and watched it the other night for the first time. Mm. It's 50... Is it good? It was fiftieth anniversary. It actually was good. It it holds up. I thought, mm. like in this day and age, you know, because I've never seen it before. But apparently, when it came out, it was like a big deal mm. people were like it was an 18 and it would never what, yeah, be an 18 it, now. So it was the 50th anniversary 73 so also literally bang on this time yeah, so yeah. when it came out they would have been like fucking let's use that yeah because it was like <clears throat> there was even bits for now that i was like oh okay oh so for then absolutely it would have been like i can imagine it would have been like shocking yeah but yeah, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So there's other things that he would do which you, you wouldn't expect. I mean, there was a, there was also one woman, just going back to the boys and girls not allowed to see each other, mm-hmm. she was part of one group that was completely, like, exiled away. Right. And she didn't see another, like, a boy until she was 38. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Well, whoa. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Mental. Mental. Wow. Now, Schaefer would also drive to the hospital patio, go up to the ward and to individual rooms. In room 14 was the German patients and the young people who showed traces of resistance, so basically young boys who would masturbate. Oh, um, no. Schaefer would send them to the hospital, lock them up, and he'd inject them. It wasn't clear what the injection was, but he'd also drug their porridge. Oh, um, and in the dead of night, they'd be taken naked into a room, connected to a machine by their genitals and shot. <gasps> oh my God, that's a surefire way to make a serial killer, that is. Mate, the, the, he'd call it electrotherapy. Ugh. It's disgusting. And in the one of the victims said the injections were bright green. And they'd put a... What? Web, yeah, bright green. If They'd put a sponge on their head. After they'd done all that, they'd yeah. put a sponge on their head and then electrocute them. Yeah. And Schaefer admitted that that was because he wanted to try and erase their memory. <sighs> of what? Of... of what had happened. Oh. So they wouldn't tell anyone. But the people who were in that room, in that ward, they weren't ill. It was just yeah, Schaefer yeah, wanted yeah, them yeah. there. Oof. And then he'd obviously hurt them so that they'd seem ill to the staff. Jesus Christ. Now, Wolfgang, who I mentioned earlier, uh, who had 
tried to escape and then got yeah. brought back. He did manage to get away eventually. So when he was brought back, he was basically exiled to um, the hut where all of the logs, like the wooden logs, uh-huh. would be um, like cut down and stuff. Yeah. So there was only one other guy that he was around, like the biggest guy, obviously, like chucking the, logs about. The, the log guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the log guy. Um, now, he'd be working with like big saws and stuff, and they'd inject him every day, and he'd be woozy. It's like they wanted him to like have an accident sort of oh. thing. I wonder what the fuck they were injecting him with. I know. I was I was trying to find that out, but I don't know what it was. I don't think they know. Oh, I don't think awful. they know what it is. This whole thing's awful. Yeah, the yeah. Whole, yeah. That's an extra like question mark over over everything that was happening. Mm. Now he had had enough, and he decided I'm going to leave. Um, he ran one night, had to swim across a river, mm. piss wet through, and just fucking ran. Mm-hmm. He could hear the dogs already barking behind him. He's oh, God, running and dogs. running and running. He did manage to get away. Yes, Wolfgang. And he made it to Santiago. I checked on Google Maps and it would have taken him five days walking. Ooh. I don't know whether he hitchhiked, but I don't know whether that would have been smart because people would have been looking for him. Yeah. So he probably... Because it's on the edge of the Andes. Right. Where he is. Okay. So he he will have, like, gone over the mountain and tried to get up there safely. How did he direct himself? He doesn't have Susan. No. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners at home, Susan is the Google woman, <laughs> the Google Maps woman. <laughs> I suppose, you know, um, oh, I suppose a, a bit more back then, they kind of like... Have a better run. But then if better, all you've yeah. ever known is that Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 that's true, yeah. If he grew up there, mm. obviously they don't have a school. He wouldn't know anything no. about, I guess, just pure fucking desperation. Yeah, I suppose. And, and maybe he went parallel to a road. Maybe. Or a river. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But either way, he made it to Santiago. And um, Santiago, my bad. Mm -hmm. Santiago. I'm thinking of San Diego, aren't I? San Diego. Santiago. So he made it to Santiago. Um, He got to the German embassy and he was given a loaded gun to keep under his pillow for safety. Whoa. They did a magazine interview with him to out Paul Schaefer. What? What the embassy did? Um, well, he, he did an interview with a magazine. Holy shit. Go- I mean, imagine you've grown up in this fucking thing and you don't know anything but this colony and then suddenly it's like, hey, I'm a magazine, I want to interview. What the fuck's a magazine? Like, well, no, because no, this is like only a few years into it. So oh, he's come from Germany. Right, okay. Because um, he's one of the older kids. Right, I've got um, you. He's just, he's still just a kid though. Yeah. So yeah, so he uh, he was given a loaded gun to look after himself. Jeez. Um, he told the magazine all about the abuse, the beatings, the seclusion, if he didn't obey. Um, he told them about the sprinters, so they were Schaefer's favourite boys. Oh, no, good lord. And they'd take it in turns to stay in Schaefer's quarters, but they'd be allowed a gun, they'd be allowed oh, you to babies. ride in his Mercedes. And Yeah, anyway. So uh, everyone believed him, and Schaefer was wanted. Good. Good. He went into hiding... And he had the people protest for his for the warrant of his arrest to be dropped. Yeah. Or oh, what his his commune people and the people, people whose kids have been saved by the hospital. And... <gasps> oh, he's a fucking evil bastard, mm-hmm. isn't he? So you get enough people to yeah. protest and and say that he's a good man. Oh, don't. But that one person. Don't. So then Schaefer goes. And sues him for defamation, among other things. Stop, the fucking arrogance! And Wolfgang is then wanted. <gasps> right? Absolutely this disgusting. This poor brave baby. I know. He tried, but he. 
it's okay because he okay. got away. Oh, God. Um, really so he's set to time. go to prison. Schaefer's somehow found himself above the law, which is a very dangerous place for him to be for the rest of the colony. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. he refused to be imprisoned again at the hand of Schaefer. So he escaped again over the Andes and managed to get on a plane to Germany. And he did set up a um, a charity for the people who yeah. were the escapees and stuff oh, like that. And he was the director man. of that. After that, you just need a beer. Fucking right, I do. Right. Well, that worked out quite well because I didn't actually write that in there. <laughs> I forgot to write it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, this kind of feels um, relevant then. Oh, okay. This is mellow yellow. It feels Ooh, like it's of the time that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Ooh, and it's our you. good friend's playbrew. I was I was hunting down a playbrew. I thought we haven't had one for ages. No, we also haven't had. Um, Sure shot for a while. Yeah, I looked for them too. They didn't have any. Oh, okay. So I thought, it's okay. Well, tomorrow I'm going to take a walk to the beer shop and oh, I'm going to have a look for some. Cute. So this is... Okay, you ready for this? Banana and Tutti Fruity Ice Cream Sour. Ooh! Well, so that sounds delicious. It's our dessert, basically. So... How exciting. Pass me a glass. Oh, and it's going to have a little tinge of raspberry. Raspberry. Why is it no, always you? No, now stop. <laughs> <laughs> I spell it on mini, you fizz it over. Every time. Good lord. I'm intrigued about this. Mm. So we're going to move now on to like, the politics, but we'll have our beer first. Yeah, that sounds good. <clears throat> oh, it smells good. I can already smell it. Can you? Mm. I forgot. I haven't any histamine, so I can't <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> Thinking you I chucked it on the table. <clears throat> Of course you did. I'm not getting banana. I'm getting a hint of maybe banana. on the end. It's like maybe the dullness at the end. Also a slight sweetness at the beginning. Yeah, I can, I can just get it. Mm. If you if you hadn't told me there was banana in that, I never would have got it. No, it mm. is just reminding me of the cereal milk, just less Cheerios. Okay, well I've got Sheba's hair in mine. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's very nice. Don't it is very wrong. nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is very nice. It's just not quite as on the nose as the previous ones we've yeah, had yeah. from them. It says, we added bunches of banana puree to create this thick and juicy banana tutti-frutti. A sweet and creamy tropical explosion of taste that will leave you feeling like you're on a Caribbean beach. Kick back and let this beer transport you to paradise. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Nope. There's definitely the tutti-frutti and the thickness. Now we me- they mm-hmm. mentioned the banana puree is giving it the thickness. Mm-hmm. Like you do with the smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okie dokie. We're moving on to the politics. Please. Yes. So, this was the time where Salvador... Allende, 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 one presidency. It's one of those three. Don't know if you've heard of him before. Never. No, okay. Now, he was a threat to Schaefer. Oh, good. Good, Mm -hmm. good, good. He was a socialist. Oh, my people. Mm. (laughs) Now, equality was his mission, and Schaefer chose Chile for his settlement because he could control those around him. Uh Uh-huh. People needed him. Whereas if everyone was equal, then they wouldn't need him so much. You wouldn't have the same control. I'm starting to feel real positive about this whole thing. Mm. Yes. Okay. Oh, we'll that see. face is not a good face. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, it gets worse before it gets better. Okay. But we're going to talk about some of the great things that he achieved. Okay. So, uh, obviously, the colonists would have a job escaping and making it anywhere if the country was riddled with po- poverty, so he yeah. wasn't happy about Salvador. Now, the authorities were on his side when everything was far right wing uh-huh 
Allende must be stopped. And he taught his followers the terrors of Allende uh, and what he stands for and convinced them that they were in serious danger if he was in power. Yeah, equality bad, apparently. I know, awful. Absolutely horrendous. I hate it, personally. (laughs) I would rather people spit on me. Do you know what? I would much (laughs) rather be living in this horrible, horrible cult where I can't see my children and I'm at risk every single day. Mm. Equality bad. Yeah. (laughs) you got to wonder how the fuck he convinced them of that, haven't you? I don't know. But that's the thing. They weren't allowed um, outside contacts. They weren't allowed to see. They weren't allowed to... Like, newspapers, they were convinced were... um, like they were poison, so the ink oh, was poison. Shut up. So if they saw a piece of newspaper on the floor, they wouldn't even go near it. They wouldn't even look at it. They wouldn't wow. touch it because they thought it was poison. Try. I suppose it's not. You know, the same thing happens today. Like in the these days, politicians Trump just make shit <laughs> up. Just yeah. make shit up, and then you know some people believe them. Yeah, yeah. They just have. They don't. Eat, they don't care to tell the truth at all. It's just like I'm just going to make this complete lie up and it'll mm. be fine dog we don't really exactly. care exactly. i guess that's what he's doing if they don't know any better well they're scared of the outside world like there was a couple of times where they were allowed to go elsewhere to like gold mine and stuff <laughs> of and course they were the curtains were like sewn down wow because if they saw like a billboard with a half naked woman they wouldn't be pure anymore <gasps> good god mm. so yeah so allende was the worst thing so this is where they built the watchtowers Oh. There was three watchtowers. The girls would be in there and they'd say, oh, we've seen this at Watchtower 1, Watchtower mm. 2, Watchtower 3. And they also built really high fences and put barbed wire over the top. Uh-huh. Now, in reflection, one of the colonists said, we thought we were building ourselves into safety. Mm-hmm. We were building our own prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally resembled a prison. Um, now, just a bit of background on President Allende. Yes, please. He was supported by communists mm-hmm. and he was very far right wing. He wanted to... Oh, nas- right wing? Oh, no, I, I think I get them confused. It's left wing, not right wing. Right wing's the bad, left wing is good, right? <laughs> Depends on your perspective, but okay, for so us, for us, yes. Left wing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, left wing. Left wing. He's one of us. He's one, one of, of us. us. He wanted to nationalise uh, copper mining, banking, make school uh, more accessible, hospitals... Um, I'm loving free. him. Loving him. Loving him. Loving him. Loving him. He introduced an obligatory minimum wage, yes. free milk for nursing mothers and children between seven and fourteen. He brought in free school meals uh, and amended the Santiago subway plans to serve the working class first. You sweet baby angel. There's more. Yes. So <clears throat> he managed to achieve a huge drop in inflation. Uh, while seeing a, a large increase in real wages. So during his pre- oh. presidency, an average of 52,000 houses were built for those who needed it per year. Wow. Inflation was at 36.1% Whoa. when his presidency began in 1970, October 1970. By the end of 1971, inflation had plummeted to 14%. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And all the while, what else putting up wages? That's an interesting little um, mm. tidbit for our government, okay? You're squeaking. Why are you yeah. squeaking? Okay. So he also had a huge focus on helping women. He mm-hmm. wanted to increase uh, maternity leave, creating schemes to help with childcare. He doubled the average percentage of, of children, or he nearly doubled the average percentage of children starting in primary school when 130,000 students enrolled in university. Wow. Illiteracy dropped from... 12% to 10.8% in 1972. Amazing. Small, but it's still a big change. Yeah, no, it's two years. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and uh, all these things require funding. Yeah, that's in, what I was. That's what I was wondering about. Where's your magic money tree? His haste to make a lot of different because there's a short six years that you're allowed to be president okay. in Chile. So he wanted to make as much difference as possible. Yeah. So that if a uh, right wing oh, president came in after him, then mm. people were already on the up. People yeah. were already in a better position. So it'd be harder for them to put them under the thumb. He didn't bankrupt the fucking country, did he? He ended up buggering up the economy way more than it was when he was elected. Oh. Inflation went to 140%. No. Yes. Okay. So this pissed a lot of people off. He also buggered with the um, who was paying tax. So there was more tax. Buggered with it. He buggered with it. <laughs> so the, the uh, personal tax allowance or the personal... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I should yeah. know. Is that what it's called? It's a... yeah, personal so. allowance. Yeah, yeah. I That's the so. one. Yeah. Allowance. I should know that. Where can finance? Oh my god! <laughs> Personal allowance was upped for like the middle class. Yeah. Um, they were taxed less, but the upper class were taxed more. Yeah. So, but he eradicated too much tax for the plans that he had. Mm. So it pissed a lot of people off. The government's income was reduced, uh, and he overcommitted. <sighs> in his desperate socialism attempt. a bad name. I know, he, but he was the first ever. Um, Latin American leader to achieve socialism or to to break away from capitalism. What is it? Do you mean communism? No, not no. communism. The other one, the bad one, left wing. No, left wing's good. <laughs> oh, right wing. <laughs> okay. Do you mean um, again, not being a dictatorship? Ha! Yeah, that one. Yes. Okay. Ha! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> <We got that. laughs> this is. Very confusing. I'm very sorry. <laughs> so I get my left and right confused clearly. <laughs> Even when it comes to politics. Yeah. Wow. Poopsie poopsie. <laughs> Jesus. So in oh October God. of 1972, <laughs> strikes began and the truckers were first, which brought the country to a standstill. Yep, they can do that. Yep. They had no flour, sugar, grains, beans, etc. West apples. And this brought the opportunity for the black market then to thrive uh, because they had those things. <laughs> Yay, danger, poverty, more poverty, great. He had good intentions, but he royally fucked it. <sighs> now, um, this is where the seeds of the Dina Association are sown. What is that? We will get into that okay. in a moment. I've got this right. The far right wing are furious. Oh, they're always fucking furious. <laughs> the whole country has gone to shit. And there's still a fair few in the military, quite a few in the military and the police who never wanted Allende in power in the first place. Uh-huh. So they arrange a Chilean coup d'etat. <sighs> I fucking knew it was going to be a coup. The military, mm. I don't know what it is about them, but they always play into the right wing. No, mm. I'm... I should take that back. Mm. And that's not what I mean. I don't mean people in the military are right wing. I mean, the right wing seems to be able to control, control the military yeah. and make it do what they, want, what they want in these situations. Manipulate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was a coup. One of Allende's most trusted generals, oh. Augusto Pinochet, was initially not involved. I know his name. Mm, piece of shit. We don't really talk very much about him today because I'm fucking furious at him. I okay. hate him. Only when he's when it's important to the story, not because he's important. He's a cunt. Um, he was initially not involved, and then two days before Allende was overthrown, he changed his mind and decided to go for power. Another thing, 
Nixon had a huge hand in all of this as well. And then President Nixon. Mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course but, he fucking did. Right. We all they, know they, they hate socialism. They hate communism. He put loads of funding in to try and over... So the election before Allende was um, elected, uh, there was another president... Um, that Nixon put loads and loads of funding into it, his propaganda and stuff like that, so that Allende didn't come into presidency. But then after his six years was up, he couldn't fucking put the funding into that guy anymore. Mm. And it just so happened that Allende managed to, by a sliver, managed to mm. win. Literally by a couple of percent. Wow. There was three different um, people in the running, I think. The lowest got 22%. Allende got 36 and then the other Oh, that's was... quite good, actually. It's quite... But it's very, very close still. Yeah, yeah. So, um... So, yeah. Nixon had a hand in it all as well, but we all know he was a cunt, so I don't need to go too far yeah. into detail about him. Are we surprised? No, we're not. No. I'll kick uh, him in the face. Huh? I'll kick him in the face. Yeah, I mean, I would, but mm. I think he's already dead, so... Yeah, that's okay. The damage is done. Um, yeah, so one of... Uh, wait, I've already read that paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Schaefer also took action. He invited any right-wing local farmers and businessmen, right-wing militant organisation about 10,000 strong called Patria e Libertad, which means um, father, fatherland something. I've written it later on. They're basically like libertarians. Yeah, the dickheads, yeah. yeah. Ah. No, I, I, fatherland liberty. I don't have really much of an issue with libertarians no, these are dickheads. Until, until they get bad. Yeah. These are dickheads. Mm-hmm. Um, and also part of the Chile- Chilean army uh, to Colonia Dignidad set up a meeting. And it's important again to note that they were set up as a charity. Uh-huh. So any imports were not checked. <laughs> they could import anything they wanted. What the fuck are we importing? Mm, weapons, obviously. So in this Shut meeting. Up. How is he this fucking important that he's got all these important people? I know the right wing comes, but they're well, still he's, important. He's against Allende just the same way that they are. Yeah, so but he what's makes he that got clear to, to Oh, he can offer smuggling. Can, yeah, precisely. So this bitch. He organises this meeting and then he just drops a crate of guns and he's like, look what I can get. So nothing's ever checked. He can oh. import whatever he wants. Um, everyone Fucking in the hell. colony was forced to carry a gun as their first form of defence. Then, a deeply rusted submachine gun was brought in. Mm. Seemingly useless. Mm-hmm. All the people who worked with metal took it apart into all of its individual pieces mm. and they started manufacturing. Manufacturing what? Submachine guns. Uh, oh, oh! you mean they took it apart so they could yeah, see yeah, how yeah. it worked? Exactly, yeah. And then they started manufacturing uh. it. Started off with 50 and started manufacturing their own. Now, one of the big wigs in Patria e Libertad, which is Fatherland and Liberty, mm. uh, he teamed up with Schaefer and in order to get in with them, he had to disappear. So one day he was flying his plane and then he declared May Day. He was like, May Day, May Day, there's smoke in the cockpit, I'm going into the sea. Uh-huh. An oil slick is found and they assume he's dead. It's not true. They just dump an oil slick and then he lands in Colonia Dignidad. This con And he dyes his it... hair, wears a fake beard and some glasses. Stop it. Not joking. Not joking. You can tell it's the 70s, can't right? you? Right? <laughs> Lol. So yeah, so that's how... Uh, that's the 70s how... have got a lot to fucking answer for, you know? Right? 
Well, we, we learn a lot from them. That's true. Um, so thank you for your sacrifices. <laughs> thank you for your stupidities. I don't mean victims. I mean the, the people. Oh god, who, yeah, 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 yeah. We know. know. Yeah. Um, so his plan was to form their own paramilitary corps. Now the coup d'état wanted to overthrow Allende, as we mentioned. So their next move was first off to stop, like, to cause power outages. Okay. Uh, so they they started blowing up the pipelines uh-huh. and then cutting the cables. Right. And um, they then decided they were going to attack the like the Chilean White House, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. So on the eleventh of September, which I found really wow. eerie. Yeah. 1973, uh, they went into Santiago with their tanks and their guns, shot at people whilst on their way to assassinate Allende. With gunfire audible in the background, he made a live broadcast on on the radio and basically said his goodbyes. He said, I, I will not resign, so oh. I, will, I will forever do this, Like to, I will forever stand up for you, sort of thing. He said his goodbyes, uh, and they bombed La Moneda, which is the Chilean White House. Mm. Aliande didn't die from the from the explosion. Um, he said goodbye to his closest members of staff, went down the, the line, thanked them for everything. And then he went round behind a wall and he said, Aliande will never surrender. And he shot himself with his own AK-47. Oh, my God. They opened up another investigation into that to make sure that that was what, was, what had happened and it wasn't the military. Mm. So one of the guys who, was, who he said goodbye to before he did that... He said, we were all lined up, and there was a picture of it, lined up on the floor on their bellies with the hands behind their back, and mm. there was a tank ready to run them over. And he was like, I am absolutely certain the only reason I'm still alive is because I witnessed that he killed himself, and it wasn't the military. Oh. So the military could say, my hands are clean. Holy shit. Yeah. This is a wild ride. I know, right? So, big side for Aliando. Yeah. It's worth noting that as well... In 2000, the CIA admitted to having involvement in the kidnapping of René Schneider, who was the former general of the Chilean uh, military, who Augusto Pinochet replaced. (sighs) America are cunts, you know. I'm sorry, not not our listeners. We love you. It's not your fault. No, no, it's not their fault. No, but But your government's fucked. The people in power... Right? I mean, up and down the world. To be fair, yeah, it's literally everywhere, but... I feel like the Americans are pretty fucking bad. Their intelligence agencies are fucking... They're just power-hungry assholes. Yes, and I hope you're listening. Fuck you. <laughs> I think the CIA have better things to do than listen to our podcast. But... Maybe they don't believe it. <laughs> 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 well, you better believe it. <laughs> We're on to you, CIA. We are. We're on to you. <laughs> and, th- and thus it becomes a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we found our niche. It wasn't the beer after all. <laughs> oh, dear. So the Dina Intelligence Agency, they were known and encouraged by Pinochet, and the army ended up taking the colony as a regiment also, almost. Oh, so they were kind of like mercenaries or something? Pretty much, yeah. Um, These poor people have been taken from their homes in Germany, their kids have been taken away from them, they've been made to work 16 hours a day, no sleep, mm-hmm. and now you want to draft them into some fucking war that they think they want to be in, but actually... Well, a lot of them didn't know. A lot of them didn't know. Wow. But because they obviously they were considered a state within a state, 
Mm. So they obviously ran by their own laws. They had they were completely self sufficient. Didn't rely on anything. Like the else. Yeah, basically, yeah. Now uh, the head of Dina, Mamo, and a few other military agents visited for food one night. Uh, and then they seemingly had some business to attend to. Like, no one knew why they were there. They just came in with their, like, military uniform, sat down, ate, and then they disappeared. Mm-hmm. Earlier on that day, uh, the girls, or well, some of the girls, um, were told that they needed to dig out all of the grain that was in the uh, cellar underneath the hay barn. Okay. Like, get rid of all of it. It had to be done by the end of the day. Shave kept coming back and checking. It had to be done. Has to be done. Get right. rid of all of it. So that night, after they had uh, had their food, yeah, um, the members of Dina, Schaefer, uh, and probably a couple of other people went over to one of the colonists and said, you need to drive this bus and you go where we tell you to. And they went and they kidnapped a load of left-wing activists. Right. They took them back and it seems like that's where they were taken to, that cellar. Oh, that's why they had to get rid of the grid. Yeah. It was like a jail. Yeah, basically. Right. Now, they'd tie their arms to their legs and they'd just shock them constantly. Like, one of the guys was saying that they put it down his urethra. Ah! Literally, in anything and anywhere that they possibly could, they would shock them there. They would just torture them for days on end. They all had their own specific song as well um, that... Once it started playing, you knew you were going to be taken. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So one of them, I think, I don't know if I wrote it in here, actually. Um, oh. So it was throughout interrogations. They, they were told that the uh, machine that was attached to them was a lie detector test. Mm-hmm. And if they cooperate, they'll be home soon. Mm-hmm. Of course you will. Yeah, so... We I can't talk, it oh, doesn't work. One of the teachers, um, one of them was a teacher and they'd always place one make for him. Right. I think he was a it's music a teacher. Okay. So, and then one of the, so one of the ladies, um, she's very stubborn, thought she was fucking well cool, but um, <laughs> this bitch. it was Beethoven and she was like, I've never been able to listen to the song I was going to say, like, you would, ne- it would give it would you fucking, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never be able to hear it. And also the others, as soon as you start hearing them, you know your friend's going. That's true, yeah. And none of them That's knew where true. they were because when they were put on the bus, they were obviously had hoods on them uh-huh. um, and she said that she was up against the window and she was sort of like moving her head gradually and like pulling Trying it up it. Yeah, yeah. so she could see a little bit she saw like the river she saw some of the mountain range so she sort of had an idea of roughly where she was mm-hmm. but the mountain range runs all the way up to yeah yeah so you don't know exactly um but the the reason she found out where she was was there was a night just shortly before she was released. She was released, obviously. She gave an interview, but uh-huh. just before she was released, um, someone came along. She could hear someone shouting in German. She heard them say, how's the woman doing? In German, she understood it. Okay. Um, and she could hear people talking in Spanish. And someone came through and said, don't break this, and gave her a plate. And it was gold rim. She said it was very pretty. She turned it over and it said, manufactured in Dorf. And that's when she knew she was where the Germans were. Oh, okay. So she was like, as soon as I get home, I'm telling everybody. I'm going to tell everybody. Didn't wow. really go anywhere, but she tried. She she fucking didn't care. They told her, if if you tell, if you tell anyone, I will kill you and your family. She's like, I'm not having that. You've got to hold on to something, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Contreras, who was the head of Dina, mm-hmm. um, eventually, so they, they were running for, I think, three years, Dina, as a secret um, intelligence agency. Eventually, um, they were told to dissolve completely. Uh, and Contreras, who was the head of Dina, was ordered to be arrested. Mm. Now, he went and hid on Colonia Dignidad. Oh, of course he did. Um, but he wasn't there necessarily for hiding. He, he was also there to cover his tracks. 
Right. So he was heavily involved in a lot of the... So they they were literally killing people. People who needed to go missing. They'd go to Colonia Dignidad. They'd be killed. Now, Willie, who I mentioned earlier, sweet baby. Who, sorry? Willie. You know Willie and Edeltraud? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he was called upon to help. uh, And it was... Help. It was really hard to watch his interview because you can see how much it absolutely gut-wrenched him. So Schaefer told him not to ask questions or look too closely. Um, just do as you're told. So he sent to excavate an area in the woods and he came across a pile of what looked like suet and white fat and it was just a pile of bodies. Oh my God! With just tufts of hair. (gasps) And he had to spend four weeks destroying the evidence of all these bodies that were buried all around the place. Like, I'm well enough thinking about it. I can see you, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Like, he was very, very upset Like when he talked about it. I'm getting really sad now. I see. (laughs) So they had to burn the bodies... Oh, God. They use saponified gasoline, which is like when they make it into soaps and, and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Flamethrowers and napalm to yeah. destroy the bodies. And then they used... So they did it in this one field, and they used um, like a, a tool to like scoop it up and get all the bone fragments. Ugh. And then they'd take it down to where like the deepest part of the river was on a river bend mm-hmm. and tips it in there so it would just be taken away right okay and no, no remains have ever been found oh, those poor people the only way so one woman her her brother was taken she knows he was taken by them and they've just dug up some of the area and they found the engine of his truck mm. So that's her confirmation that he, he was he was killed by them and she didn't know what else to do but to go and hug the engine of the truck because she missed her brother so oh, much. Oh. So it's very sad. But oh, God. Moving I'm on to a good thing. I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> no, don't. I, I will not cope with this. Out. I couldn't... T- like, when fucking um, Allende was... Fucking when he did his speech because they played it on the oh, on the docu series. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like fully ugly crying. <laughs> and I bet then, you are uh, an ugly crier actually. I, I really, oh no, I really am. Yeah, yeah. am I going red? I'm not a going tiny red. bit. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. So a little bit of good news. I saved this till the end. Thank you. So William Edeltraud. Uh. So they obviously weren't allowed to see each other. They weren't allowed to talk. And Willie was like, "Do you know what? I've had enough of this. I want to marry her." So he went to Schaefer and he said, I would like to start a relationship. Firstly, he said friendship, but I want to start a friendly relationship with Edeltraud. Mm-hmm. He said, nope, that's not happening and dismissed him. So Edeltraud was like, no, I'm going. So she went to him and uh, he screamed at her, called her a whore. She didn't even know what a whore was at this point. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> screamed at her, called her a whore. Um told her that she ought to concern herself with getting her life in order first. And then he walked off. What the fuck has she got to possibly do? You control right. every element of my life. What's not in order? So she stormed off. He stormed off, sorry. And then when he came back into the room, she was still stood there. And he was like, why are you still here? And she's like, well, you haven't given me an answer yet. <gasps> Edeltraud. Right. I love That's her so brave, much. isn't it? She was like, my life is in order and I want to marry Willie. So they got married. So he let them then? Yeah. Oh. He was like, okay, fine. So they got married uh, and they went. They were allowed to go out on honeymoon. Shut up. In it. That must they, have given them the shock of their fucking lives. Well, they had fucking Stockholm Syndrome, so they did oh, go back. Oh, babies. Because they, were, they, were, they believed that they wouldn't have salvation unless they went back. Yeah. But they had each other now. <clears throat> and the perfect, they said the perfect metaphor for how they felt was they saw the desert in bloom. 
which doesn't happen very often. And they were like, this happiness that we feel... And the, another thing, they broke the bed on, uh, they broke the leg on their bed, but not not because they had oh, right, sex. Okay. They didn't even think about that. They were just horsing around like children. Oh, <laughs> it's so They're innocent, like, isn't it? We can it? cuddle, we can play, we can like mess about because they couldn't do that as children. Oh no, that makes me well up a little bit now. No, but it's so beautiful. They didn't end up having kids as well. They did have to be with um, Uncle Willie and Auntie Edeltraud. Until, oh, they had kids in the, in the yeah, fucking yeah. colony. Until, so they were trusted because obviously they went, they went on their honeymoon, they came back. Yeah. Um, Schaefer ended up um, going into hiding at some point. So they went for a camping trip with the kids and they made a joke that they were mummy and daddy and they were all laughing about it. And they're like, it was fine because we could all laugh together, but they were still calling us mum and dad. And then we we're like, we could just not go back. And they didn't. That makes me very happy. I, it, I had to say that. I know it seems really yeah. disjointed by having that. No, end, no, no, I, I like it. That. Yeah, you needed to bring it back around. Yeah. I love that they broke their bed just being like, <laughs> oh, we can we can cuddle. That's okay. We're allowed to do we that now. That's so cute. That's so wholesome. I know. Now, uh, moving along. So the documentary is directed by some Germans. Okay. So I read a... Um, a What's it called? An article about it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a documentary. No, no. I didn't you read, didn't a, read documentary. a documentary. You didn't read a documentary. Okay. <laughs> I read an article and they made very, very valid points. Okay. Um, so they didn't want to shine too much of a poor light on Germany. They were happy to talk about how corrupt Chile was. Uh, they uh-huh. neglected to mention that they were... Well, Schaufel was a, a Nazi-esque kind of guy. He had Nazi ideals. Uh. Um, and they had a very Aryan type feel of the colony. I did notice when I was watching it, I was like, there's a lot of blue eyes and blonde hair here. Mm-hmm. And so there, there were some things that were very Aryan mm-hmm. in that sense. So anyone who was from Chile who was brought into the um, cult, um, if they were buried, they wouldn't be buried with all the other colonists because that oh. would it would mean they weren't pure anymore. So they had to be buried oh. elsewhere because obviously they're racists, aren't they? Um now, I, uh, yeah, so in order to maintain the area purity, they would be uh, buried elsewhere. Now, the colony is still going with a lot of the original members. No. It's just under a different name. It, it's open to tourists and it's not It's not like they're under the thumb of Paul Schaefer Wait, anymore. Wait, has but... the paedophilia finished? Is that done? I hope so. I'm pretty sure. Because otherwise, I'm not going on that fucking tourist trip. But they still follow the teachings of William M. Branham. And a bit more of info on that utter cunt. So his world was, or his word, sorry, was the centre of many cults. So I don't know if you've heard of Jim Jones before. I heard the name, but I don't know anything about him. Uh, Robert Martin Gumbura? No. No. Uh, Leo Mercer? No. No, okay. Um, Malindi cult? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, so all of them followed him. They're all cult leaders, are they? Uh, Yeah, kind of. So Leo Mercer was, um, he would follow... Uh, he would follow William Branham. Mm. Robert Martin Gumbura is Kenyan, I believe, and he was kind of like a terrorist, really. Uh, Jim Jones was a... Uh, what was it that he... I even reminded myself earlier of what it was, but I can't remember. But they're all really bad bad people, bad okay. people. Um, now, another thing about Branham, uh, he was 
baptised and ordained by none other than Roy Davis. Who's that? He is the Imperial Wizard of the KKK. Oh, come on. Mm. Now, he was eventually found to be a fraudster, obviously. (laughs) I'm shocked! Many of the people that he healed died. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, And... It was found that he grossly embellished a lot of the stories that he dictated as a fact. Of course, he fucking did. Of course, so, he fucking did. He died in 1965 in a car crash. Good riddance. Mm. Don't know if it was on purpose. Who knows? Let's hope so. Now, what happened to Schaefer? After Pinochet was out of power, a warrant was issued for his arrest and he fled to Argentina. He was captured eventually and sentenced to 20 years in prison for the child sex abuse that he had inflicted. Nothing else, no, no, no other um, sentences. Colonia Dignidad was founded in 1961. Schaefer was arrested in 2005. Fuck off! And he died in 2010. Shut up. He got away with it for all that time. When he was arrested, he was in a wheelchair. How many children must he have harmed in all those fucking years? It's heartbreaking, that. That's the worst part oh, of the story. I can't story. even think about it. The only, the only reason he was found, actually, was there was a reporter who was going along in a helicopter and they noticed that there was a big house... And then there was a load of, like, blue-roofed barns, very similar to Colonia mm. Dignidad. And they were like, maybe that's where he's hiding. Mm. And that's how they found him. Wow. Now that is investigative journalism. And that was a woman. Yes, it was. Yes. And also, yes. big up Ed Oldtroud. Yeah. Having the fucking bullets to be like, you haven't hey. me an answer, you will let me marry my willy. Yeah. Fucking go on, Ed Oldtroud. I love her. I love She's, her too. Not only does she have a great name. I know, right? So yeah, so that is the story of Colonia Dignidad. Wow, uh, what a roller coaster, right? That was a wild ride. It really was. That was a wild, wild ride. I enjoyed it though. I hope it wasn't too disjointed. No, I, I'm so fascinated by cults, and I love that you brought the poli- mm. political element. I know you like that's really, politics. yeah, it's really good for me. Well, that was great. Thank you, Emma. So that was that. I hope Thank you guys you enjoyed know. it. I know it was very, very sad at some points, but you know. But we haven't done a sad one for ages. No, we still. haven't. You could I, have the I highs, started... you could have the lows. Exactly. I started this episode selling stuff. I started this episode and um, then we had told loads of sad stories so I stopped and waited till we had done some happy ones. Because <laughs> 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 I nearly cried on this one so let's <laughs> calm myself down. It's all for you guys. All yeah, you. you're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Like, share and follow. Do it. Review us. We love you. I love you, my pretties. Believe it, now you believe it. The craziest thing that you'll ever hear. Now you believe it, now you believe it. You believe anything after.